Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hi, welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole. Hello. We're so glad you're here. Yay, you! <laughs> good choice. Yeah, it's such a good job today. I've had a Mountain Dew. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Y'all pray. <laughs> Whatever. All morning long, he's the one walking around going, everybody clap your hands. Y'all should have joined in. You should have. You can now. Everybody in the room and they're acting quiet. They, they did. did. They actually, they were doing really good, but that was the moment. Yeah. As soon as we start this, everybody's like calm and collected, not can, cutting up, but they really totally were. You can try it again. We'll so, see if they listen. Everybody clap your hands. Doesn't that sound so much better? It does. <laughs> that was awesome. The first time people are driving down the road listening They're to like, this going, what in the world? Whatever, like they have an audience, like they have people helping them. It's just them too. Yeah. Okay. Just sitting in a room alone talking. <laughs> Amusing themselves. We totally do. We're hilarious. You should hear what's in our head right now. But we're going to just carry on. So welcome <laughs> to Sophisticated Brian and Nicole. Connection oh, with Brian and Nicole. now's that point. Now let's yeah. get sophisticated. Be sophisticated. Really Straighten up. Excuse me. All right. Welcome to Connection <laughs> with Brian and Nicole. Uh, we just, we praise God that you're here with us. We love you. And uh, we just uh, want you, want to invite you to join with us in just worshiping God, connecting with Him, and seeing the life that God has poured out and desires to pour out in your life. Uh, we've found that connecting with Jesus is one of the best things that we have ever done. And uh, it's so full of joy, it's so full of God's life and power. And uh, we just welcome you to connect with us, but even more importantly, connect with God through Jesus Christ. It's an awesome, awesome thing. And uh, that's why we have this show. And you can go and watch this show or listen to it again at connectionshow.org. And uh, go back. You can watch uh, old episodes. Um, should we call them old episodes? No, because we're not old. Archived episodes. or hmm. That makes us sound even older, like ancient <laughs> ruins. You should go. You, you can go back. Episodes. There you go. Previous, previous. I was going to use a big word. Previous. Yeah. You should go back and listen to previous Previous episodes. episodes. <laughs> and then uh, you can go and watch previous episodes there. That's I a three-syllable word. Can we use that? Barrett uh, says we can't. <laughs> pushing the line. Yeah, we, yeah, we try to keep it so, simple words. That's not real difficult. Pastor used to have a rule with one of our people, Barrett. Barrett's very, very smart, and she liked to use like 24-syllable words. <laughs> Pastor said, mm-mm. Keep it to three and under so everybody, <laughs> including us, can understand what you're saying. <laughs> it's important for communication. <laughs> it is. She did good. She did really she good. She did Amen. do good. Um, but listen, go to ConnectionShow.org. Tell us <laughs> that you're watching or listening from wherever it is. Uh, questions or comments or just say hello, uh, prayer requests. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, there's a form on the side that you can pray for us. Uh, yeah, y'all, you're welcome to go there and pray for us. That'd be awesome. Taking us three minutes to do the intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny because we are in Holy Marriage Part Six, <laughs> and uh, I think on Part Five we said this is the last one. And even at the end, we're like, "Thank you for joining us." But then we went, "No, we're not done yet. We've got a couple of more very important things to share with you on Holy Marriage and." How would you like to have a marriage that actually had God in it? That would be awesome. 
and he wants to be in your marriage and we need him in our marriage amen <laughs> so um, you can have the lord really operating bringing life to your marriage that's what this whole series has been about and the name of the series again was holy marriage <laughs> <laughs> so we had one point that uh, Nicole and I actually found was so very important in our marriage. Uh, and a couple of things that we wanted to add to what we have already said in the rest of the series. But one of the points that we found was this, that we needed a standard in our marriage. We needed to come, we needed to agree on something that we would go to when we had a disagreement. And that way we would let that standard be the thing uh, that would hold us in line, that would keep us straight, give us a foundation to stand on. And we found that that foundation was the Word. It was the Word of God. And so early on, I don't remember exactly how long it was, but early on what we did was we said, you know what, we're going to take the Word of God and we're going to make this Word the standard. And if we come into a disagreement, or maybe even if we agree, we're going to say whatever the Word says, that's, that's right. how we're going to live life. But if we have a disagreement, uh, you know, like when Nicole was wrong so many times, um, we, <laughs> we, I was, we had to come up with it. Y'all know the saying, Mama is always right. <laughs> we had to come up with this because... To help me. It, it, it's true. It's true. And um, <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. But we wanted to make sure that, all right, we're having a disagreement. What does the Word say? What does God have to say on this? And so we came up with the Word as a standard, and we said, look, no matter what we think or what we've thought, we want to make sure that we live by God's ways. And we found out that as we went to the Word, went to the Bible mm -hmm. as the standard, it fixed things so fast in it our made marriage. It so much easier. It was so easy. And what we see so often when we're talking to other couples is they don't have a standard. They don't have something that they will agree so that they will agree on. And so what happens is they just keep walking through life mm -hmm. and they're holding on to this thought that maybe their parents have taught them, maybe the world has taught them. But what they're doing is they're holding on to something that has no truth in it, that has no life in yeah. it. And because of that, they blow right past, uh, you know, peace in yeah. their marriage. They blow past strength and stability because they're trying to hold on to something that is not eternal. Yeah. They're trying to hold on to something that has no value as a foundation. A lot, the world has taught us so many things that are not valuable. Uh, they don't have any life or any strength to them. And the Word helps us see those things for what they are. And so what we did is we said, look, the Word's the standard. If we agree or we disagree, we're then going to go back to the Bible. That's right. We're going to go to the Word of God, and we're going to say, what does it say? And whatever we find there, we agreed. Whatever we find there, we will change to that. That's right. And as we and so we'd be in the middle of talking about something, and you know maybe maybe I was the one messed up, and Nicole'd say, no 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 no, uh, I don't think that's the way it is. We'd say, well let's go into the word. I'd say, yes let's go into the word, and then we'd read the word, and it'd tell me that <laughs> Wait, I was wrong, like and I'd be like, oh dang it, you know man. But I'd say, okay, what happened? 
when I found out that I was wrong, what I realized was I had an invisible ceiling that I'm going to have a hard time breaking through. But as soon as I find out that I was wrong and I humbled myself to what was right, I just broke that ceiling and now we can grow in our relationship. So the word was such a strength. It's important to think about it that way too because so many times when we find out that we're wrong, we want to cover it up because we don't want to be wrong or we get irritated and defensive. But the truth of the matter is being wrong isn't bad. Staying wrong is where it's wrong. Yes. You know, being wrong is okay if you're learning from it because when you realize it's kind of like you constantly, you know, circling the same mountain and you finally realize the path to get off. Well, don't be so, you know, prideful and ignorant that you stay circling because you don't want to be wrong. Yes. Go down the path because that's where the tacos are and the living water. And (laughs) we've been talking about tacos all morning. But realize that being wrong is not a bad thing. The world teaches us, you know, pride teaches us that it's bad to be wrong, and it's not. It's okay to be wrong if you're learning from it. And when you realize that God has pointed you to another path, another direction, then that's phenomenal. You just say, awesome. You receive it and go down that path, and that's where your triumph is. It's 2 Corinthians 2.14. We use this all the time. He is always leading us to triumph. You know, so... It's, that's why it's important to go to the Word. Even, you know, I think it's important to point out what you said. We would go to the Word if, you know, if Brian thought something wrong to me and, you know, I didn't agree, we'd go to the Word. Well, what does God have to say about it? We'd go yes. to prayer. But then even when we agreed on something, you know, we would still go to the Word because just because we yes. agree doesn't mean it's right. Yeah, there's we a might whole have bunch of, been taught Yeah, wrong. there's a whole bunch of the world that agrees and they're yeah. agreeing slap into hell. As you know, walking down there, but slap into hell. Slap into hell. <laughs> so we, we bring our good and our bad, you know, back to the word and say, "All right, Diddy, this is yours. What yeah. do you want us to do?" And whatever God led us through His word, that's what we did. Yeah. Whether we in the flesh liked it or not, we yeah. knew that right or wrong in yeah. our thinking, it was right immediately we would make yeah. the decision to start living by that. Now, we may have to break some habits, That's in that, right. but we would immediately decide this is how we're going to live. The faster and, you do it, the faster you get to triumph. Yes, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was so much better that way. So um, let's look at this scripture. This is Matthew 4 and verse 4, Matthew 4, 4. It says this, So Jesus, uh, the Holy Spirit led Jesus out into the wilderness, And as he was there, the devil comes and he tempts Jesus. Now, Jesus had been fasting uh, for 40 days at this point. And here comes the devil saying, hey, turn these stones into food. Turn them into bread. And Jesus makes this statement. He says, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So what he's saying is man will live. Now we know from John 10, 10 that Jesus, when he talks about life, he's not wanting to just give us enough life. That's right. He wants life to overflow out yeah. of us. This is who God is. And so when he says man shall live, he's not talking about just getting by. He's talking about an overflowing life. And he's saying we can have an overflowing life if we will live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And the other thing that I think is important to see here is, all right, if, if the Holy Spirit here in the Word 
is equating word to bread. And then you see man shall not live on bread alone, but by every bread of life, so to speak, that comes out of the mouth of God. Then there are a lot of words that are uttered bread in the world that's not from God. That's right. In other words, we're not to live by the bread or by the words of men but we're to live by the words that are that have God in them. That's right. We're to live by the word that God is behind, that God backs the truth. Um, in other words, uh, we talk about this a lot. It could be that we just adjusted at the exact same time. <laughs> um, I want to say jinx or something. But you owe me a Coke. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, one of the things that's important is that there's facts in the world but then there's the truth. That's right. There can be a fact that, hey, I've been having a problem with this. But the truth is, God will set you free from that. In other words, the truth always carries freedom with yeah. it. Whereas facts, uh, they, they won't necessarily carry the freedom with them. Well, we want to live by the truth. We want to live by the word of God. That's the bread of life. The word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So... In, in this world that's corrupted by sin, there's so many different teachers that will teach us uh, things that are bread maybe of the world, but not the bread of life. It's right. not the word of God. And so we go into marriage so many times carrying things that have no life in them. They have no truth, no freedom in them. And that's why it's so important for us to go back to this back to the Word, back to the Bible and say, Jesus, what's the truth? Because I need freedom in my marriage. And so I love the fact... <laughs> I, I, we need He's to, saying, that's the truth. Yeah, we needed some freedom in, in our marriage. <laughs> I mean, we've had a pretty good marriage, but at the same time, we had some bumpy spots too that we had to work through. Yeah. But part of the reason we had a, have had a good marriage is we did this at the beginning. Yeah. This was very... I don't remember how long it was that we were into marriage when we decided to make the word a standard. But I would say it was in the first year or two. Yeah, it wasn't long. I mean, yeah. even in our dating, when we you know, were really messed up, <laughs> Brian had the background and the basis of you know, a godly upbringing. Yeah. You know, so even from the very get-go, he told me, I'm not going to tell you I love you or you know, tell you we'll get married until God tells me it's right, no matter what I feel, Yes. until I've got the word on it. I'm not moving. And so, I mean, in the first year of marriage, we still weren't living necessarily the way we should, but it didn't take long for us to go, okay, the first year is supposed to be one of the hardest years. You're, you know, two individuals coming together as one, and it's important to find the glue that is going to bind you together that cannot be broken. Yeah. And that's the Word of God. It's the only thing that's going to bind you yeah. as one. That's right. Otherwise, you know, when the world comes together, it's two people coming together and you know, it's up and down and side to side. And well, I just don't think I love you anymore. And yeah. they split. But when you're coming together with the word of God and the love of God binding you together, that can't be broken. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so let's look at let's look at this in Psalms 138, uh, verse two. Let me. I'll just read the second part of the verse. It says, "For you have magnified your word according to all your name. You have magnified your word." according to all your name. Now, in the King James, it says this, you have exalted your word above thy name. In other words, 
At the very least, the Lord has taken his word and he's placed it as high as the right. name of Jesus. He's placed it up. Well, we know at the name of Jesus, every, every knee, knee shall bow. bow, right? So what does that mean? That means that the name of Jesus carries some power. Well, the word, the Bible carries that power. Why? Because the word is Jesus. The word is, uh, Jesus is the word made flesh. If you want power in your marriage and you want freedom in your marriage, then you've got to make the word, you need to exalt it where God exalted it to, yep. to the highest place in your life. That's where the word needs to be. Well, you know, we talk about this. I know you. we've counseled people and people say, oh yeah, Jesus is my Lord and everything. Well, if Jesus is the Lord, then the word is your Lord. Yeah. Right? A lot of people want to say, well, Jesus told me this uh, and it doesn't line up with the word. It's like if, if Jesus is not going to contradict himself, it's going to be what he says to you in, in your prayer closet, if it's him, it's going to line up with the word because they're one in the same. Right. And he has taken his word and he has exalted that character above his name. He's exalted it to the place of his name. He's put his word as a priority, right? Well, what do we need to do? If Jesus is our Lord, that means he's the director of our life. That means this word needs to be the director in our lives. How many times have we counseled people and you know they agree, yeah, Jesus is my Lord. I love Jesus. I'm a Christian. I'm all of this. And yet, well, the Lord says, the word says this. Yeah. And they're like, well, I just don't believe that. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, <laughs> you know. Too often we're, we're living with Jesus as our Savior, yeah. but we forget to make him our Lord. Yeah. Because you can't just accept Jesus as a yeah. Savior. Oh, you come save me from everything. Yes. But I, I don't want you to be my Lord. Right. It's one and the same. If he is your Savior, he must be your Lord. That's right. You That's have right. to allow him to be the God and his yes. word to be life. Otherwise, you will not have life yes. if you don't yes. let his word right. be Lord in your life. That's right. And so when a couple will decide that Jesus and the word is going to be Lord in their life, that it will direct their life. It has rule. I'm giving you rule over my life, over my personal thoughts, over, my, over our marriage. We're giving you reign and rule, Jesus, right? All of a sudden, they open up the door for the hand of the Lord yeah. to come in, for the hand of God to come in and bless them. And so let's look at John chapter 1 and verse 1. And I just want you to see a few things in John chapter 1. And then we'll want to jump to another point that Nicole wanted to bring up uh, as we finish up uh, this show today. So it says this in John chapter 1 verse 1, In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And it says, He, now we know that He's talking about Jesus. The Word, Jesus, yeah. was in the beginning with God. So the Word now is going to say eventually that the Word was made flesh. So when you see this Bible, how the Holy Spirit gave it to men in the beginning, it was so perfect. It is so perfect. It holds a power. It holds a truth. God has exalted it. God 
has made it powerful, it carries the ability to fix your marriage. It carries the ability to sustain your marriage. It carries the ability to exalt your marriage, right? It's all in this word because the word is God. It is God. And he says this, all things came into being through him. So if him being Jesus is the word, that means if your marriage came into being, if it's actually in existence, it happened through the word, through Jesus. It's not through anything else. He's the one that empowers that. And apart from him or apart from the word, nothing came into being that, that has come into being. So if you want life to come into your marriage, then it's going to come into being through the word. Yeah. Through the word. And he says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. If you want life in your marriage, how's it going to come? It's going to come the through the word. Through the word. The light shines in darkness. Do you want light in your marriage? It's going to come through, through the, the word. word. Yeah. That that twinkle in your eye toward your spouse, it's going to come through, through the, the word. word. Amen. Amen. Preach it. <laughs> the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Now, this word in, in the original language means this. The darkness could not and will not overpower the That's light. That's right. And how does the light come? The light is the word. So when you make the word your strength, darkness cannot overpower your marriage. Darkness cannot overpower your marriage when you make the word your foundation in your marriage, that you come together and agree. So then he, he goes on here and he says this, uh, verse 14, uh, he says, well, I, let's go to verse 9 first. He says, for there was the true light which coming into the world enlightens every man. Many marriages are dark because they have no foundation on the word. The things they need to know, how they need to operate, how to treat their spouse, how to bring it to another level, it's in the word. The word enlightens every person and the word will enlighten you to the things that you need to do in your marriage. The word will enlighten you as to how your marriage should be, what it should look like, how it should operate. Look at verse 14 and it says this, and the word became flesh, or the word was manifested, talking about Jesus, and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory. Mm -hmm. The glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. In other words, when we make the word our standard, we and our marriage will be full of grace. The empowerment of God in our marriage. Our marriage will be full of truth. Yeah. The, our marriage will be full of the glory of God when we make the word our standard. So the key is that a husband and a wife should come together and say, from this point forward, we're going to make the word the standard, period. That's right. We're going to make the word the standard. If we agree or disagree, when we go into the word and we find a truth in the word, from that point forward, we will seek to change and we will seek to uh, repent if need be, but we will live by that word. And all of a sudden, the strength of God will be able to flood your marriage because of it. It will give you the foundation that will strengthen you. So as we wrap up here, one of the points that you said was a lot of people go in thinking marriage, it's 50-50. So yeah. we only got a couple of minutes, so go. 
Thanks. No pressure there. <laughs> no, too often we go into marriage thinking, well, if you do your part, I'll do my part. And we think it's 50-50. And the truth of the matter is it's not. It's we are supposed to do all things as unto the Lord. That means you give 100%. You know, Brian said you can't go more than 100%. But you know, I would say you give 110%. You do not just your best right. leadership training. Amen. You do what it takes. Brownie points. Very well. Thank you. Well played. Yeah. So in, you know, in marriage, in life, not just in marriage, but you know, we're talking about marriage today. You don't just do your part. Yeah. You give your all. That's you right. do all things as unto the Lord, whether yeah. it be, you know, going to work or ministering to your husband or your kids. Marriage is a hundred one hundred. Yeah. Because if you are both given your all, if yeah. if I am loving Brian as I would love Christ, and Brian is loving me as he would love Christ, neither one of us are lacking anything. We have That's absolutely right. every ounce of each other's love. So I'm not lacking anything from my husband because he's yeah. given me his all and vice versa because yeah. it's the way it is. If you come in thinking it's 50-50, then there's a whole lot yeah. that is left undone. Yeah. It's just, you've got to give your all. You've got to do all things as unto the Lord. And that's the word. Yeah. So, you know, there's a reason you used to hear it a lot more often, at least I did growing up, is, you know, somebody would say something like, that's the gospel. You know, that's, it's, it's gospel. It's truth. Yeah. The reason they would say that is because the gospel can't be broken. It can't be yes. changed. Yes. So when his word is gospel in your life, yeah. it will not be moved. That's it right. will not be changed. Right. But his promises will be gospel as well. Yeah. Amen. Um, if you're watching or listening to this today, the beginning place of the word, the beginning place of his uh, entrance into your marriage or into your life is knowing Jesus, connecting with Jesus. Uh, if you want your marriage to be where it needs to be, what you need to do is you need to have that connection with him strong and solid. You need it to be on track with God. That's the first part of going to the Word and making the Word your foundation, making the Word your standard, is connecting with the Word, the one who brings you grace and truth. So if that's you right now and say, look, Lord, I need some things fixed. I need my marriage fixed, then you pray this with me. Connect with Jesus right now. Even if you've done it before, make it fresh. Make it new. Just say this with me. Say, Jesus, Jesus right, now, right now, you're the director of my life. You're the director of my you life. You call the shots. You call the shots. And I'm obedient. And I'm obedient. I believe you died I for me. I died for me. I believe that in I the grave, that, in the grave that, God brought you back that God brought you back to life. And when he raised you up, when he, raised you up he raised me up. He raised me up. Jesus, Jesus baptized me. With the, Holy Spirit with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And with fire. Empower me, Empower me to, live my life to live my life and my marriage and, my marriage and, all, of the relationships and all of the relationships in the fullness of, grace, the fullness and truth, of grace and truth empowered by, empowered the Holy Spirit. by the Holy Spirit. Empower me to be your, Empower witness, me to be your witness in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 If you said that uh, prayer with us today, you meant it in your heart, make sure that you go to connectionshow.org and send us a note. We want to yeah. hear about that. We want to connect with you. We'd love to help support you even in your walk with the Lord. And so we love you and thank you for that. Thanks for being with us today. And as we wrap up, I just want to say, I'm so glad that we made the word our foundation. Amen. It really made things 
uh, I think, simpler and easier and definitely more powerful. And uh, we invite you to do the same thing. Yeah. God is worth every ounce of effort that you give, every belief. He's worth it. We pray in Jesus' name. May your uh, marriages be blessed today. Yeah. And we hope you have enjoyed Holy Marriage. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.